Hiya, and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week, we'll chat about music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and even some things in between. My name is Dio. My name is Crystal, and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research, so you don't have to. We'll share some little tidbits, some fun facts, and our perspective on how we feel these videos impacted the culture and also what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of them and hope you love them too. And so if you want to watch the music videos we're talking about uh, today, um, you could check them out uh, via YouTube, Apple Music, and Facebook. Um, we have links in the uh, descriptions, show descriptions, and episode descriptions. I did notice that on Spotify, you can't click on that link. So feel free to look for us on Remember Music Videos on YouTube. And um, yeah, let's get it cracking. Hi, Crystal. How's it going? Hello. I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, good. Living life, loving life. Um, Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this week's artist, and I'm excited about this week's album. And so this week, we're covering Robin. We're covering Body Talks Parts 1, 2, 3, and Body Talk. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited to talk about it. How about you? I am thrilled. <laughs> the old folks would say, I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was so fun kind of digging in and learning some, some fun things. Love Robin. She's great. She's super cute. Bangers that she made. I mean, just so excited. And um, yeah. I love the, I love, well, firstly, I love Body Talks, part one, two, three, and the final Body Talk. I mean, when I was revisiting the album, I wrote down some keywords that came up when I was re-listening, and it was complexity, electropop, dance, and three-dimensional. Um, yeah, I just felt like this album was so like it's an electro pop album but it's talking about serious complex relationships um you know it's just not bubblegum pop it's uh it's multifaceted and it's really deep and i love i love hearing all the versions of the different songs that you hear uh, throughout you know this collection um and so yeah i remember when it first came out it just brought me life it was it was good times. Yeah. So, so good. So good. Yeah. Um, I love that you said, um, did you say complexity? I think you did. You mentioned sure, it. Sure. That sounds a, great. Yeah. yeah no, no you, you did mention it. You did. You did mention it. And yes, complex, but yet simple. Like just, just real um, that so many people could just relate to. Um and and yeah i just want to i just want to dive right into this because, yeah let's jump in um yeah so it was interesting so we're we're focusing on body parks part body parts 1 through 3 and then the no we're talking about body talks not body parts oh my parts. gosh <laughs> i of mean we course. could talk about body parts um <laughs> none of mine please <laughs> <laughs> yes Body talk, not body parts. To be clear, we're talking about body talk parts one through three. Um, <laughs> and 
It's interesting because this album came out, these albums came out in 2010 and we know Robin came on the scene with her first album in the late 90s. Um, mm -hmm. And she came out with, she was a much different version of her of herself. She was young. I think she was 16, 17 maybe. Um, and this was, Max, Max Martin produced um, singles for her album. And Max Martin, as we know, very instrumental in some of the biggest songs of the late 90s and the 2000s. Um, and I thought it was, and, and the song that, the big song that she had off that album was Show Me Love. Um, yes. Which is, I remember that song, but I don't, if you had asked me if I, if it was the same person later, I'd have been like, absolutely not. I just didn't, it was just such a, such a different, um, such an, such an evolution, if you will. Yeah. And I, I know she like distanced herself from that initial, like, poppy kind of album in the beginning and i remember when she came kind of came back to us with like konnichiwa bitches and that's when you saw the artistry and you're like okay like this is not this pop artist that you know we thought existed and you saw that she was growing as an artist yeah which brings us here yeah totally um, and I thought it was super interesting that, you know, she came out with the, that Show Me Love um, song. And if you listen to it, it sounds a lot like Britney Spears. And around that time when Robin, um, after that album, of course, you know, it was, it was successful. So they basically wanted her to make another album almost the same way. And she was very resistant to that. So her record company kind of shifted their um their energies closer to uh they shifted their energies towards someone else who actually was it was britney spears and she was mentioned as being like the basically the american version of robin because robin had come out first and max martin was doing these songs for her which was successful um but she didn't want to do that anymore so came over to the States and someone kind of, they were looking for someone else to kind of fit that mold. And then that's where kind of Brittany came in. So in a sense, Robin kind of walked so that Brittany yes. could run. Yes. <laughs> no, I do remember that. I do remember that Robin came out before Brittany. Um, yeah. And we forget about her. We do forget about her, yeah. And if you listen to the song, um, Show Me Love, it sounds, it could easily be a Britney song. It even starts almost with like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna easily, <laughs> easily be, you know, a Britney song. And that's kind of what, you know, Max Martin was pumping out hits for all the, you know, white girls, if you will, that were kind of <gasps> gonna be in that era, that pop, um, that pop arena, if you will. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, that was, that's, that's crazy. And I also think it's interesting that, you know, she was resistant and she was able to kind of like leave that aside. I mean, it took her a minute to come out with another, another album. Um, but she, she did it, you know, playing by her rules. So it kind of makes me think of 
you know, of Britney. And it's kind of like, did she want to be in that arena? Did she want to be put in that box? Um, I'm sure at first she's young. Absolutely. I want to be a star. Sure. Put me in this box. But then afterwards, would she, how does she feel about it? Did she like being in that space? Whereas Robin clearly she wanted more control and she wanted, you know, to go in a different direction. Um, so I just, I, I often wonder kind of, you know, the trajectory, like if she was in a space where she was able to be more vocal about it, or if she felt like she was empowered to actually say something, what would Britney Spears career have been? But of course that's a whole different podcast. I'm sure. Totally. Um, can I share one of my favorite Robin stories? Please. So I believe it was the MTV Video Music Awards in 2010. And it makes sense because this is when the album was coming out. Um, and so I remember we were doing interviews with Robin. Robin was uh, performing. She was doing the uh, commercial. She was singing uh, the commercial, like singing out to the commercial break. Um, it was her, like Dead Mouse. I forgot who, who the third artist was. So, um, so we were doing interviews with her. I believe it was for MTV UK. And someone, uh, the interviewer, asked her about. I believe it was the pop category and how she was mentioning that there were a lot of females in the pop uh, category. They were that were nominated, and I think it was Beyonce, uh, Katy Perry, and I forgot what the who the third one was. But I remember Robin saying, "You know what? I I really dislike that." She's she 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 said that she hated the narrative of of women being pitted against each other, and she said Beyonce does something completely different than Katie, different from what she does, and so rather than pitting women against each other, we should be acknowledging the differences. And when she said that, I was just I fell further in love with her. Yeah, um, because it was so honest, and and she did uh, she did perform a lot of the songs um, to commercial break, and you in the show you couldn't actually hear it because it would cut to commercial break. But if you were in the venue, you could actually hear the performance. And oh my god, she was spectacular! If you haven't seen her in concert, you should definitely check her out. I know I haven't gotten a chance to see her in concert, but you have, yeah. Yeah, um, in San Francisco. Um, yeah, she was phenomenal. I forgot what song it was. I think it was Dancing on My Own. But at one part, one point of the concert, she stopped singing and the entire room, I'm going to say, chanted the lyrics. And you just felt like the magic in the air. That You were at that show? Just, Yes, yeah. That's amazing. Yes, I've seen clips of that. That's fantastic. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll post it on the on the tubes. Yeah, and on the TikToks. So um, yeah, it was um, it goosebumps. Um, it felt religious. Yeah, <laughs> you felt elevated, as in like we all love this song. We all we're all connected. We all have this experience. Um, 
So I definitely recommend seeing her in concert. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will, um, hopefully she'll come in concert soon with the, with the next album. Let's talk about this album. Yes. We're back, back to, back to the matter at hand. Um, so, uh, we, sp we spoke about, uh, Max Martin and her connection and Max Martin actually is a fellow Swede. So these, those Swedes, man, they will super talented over there. They, Swedes are great with meatballs, furniture, and um, pop music. Yeah, apparently. Killing it on the scene. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit real quick before we get into the singles, um, just a little bit about Robin and the fact that she, her parents were a part of an experimental theater group. So they would tour around, um, around the country, I guess. And Robin would tour with them. She, I think she started when she was, she, it, it started when she was young until she was about seven. Um, and then when she was seven, her parents had her younger brother and they decided that they kind of wanted him to have a different life when they were a little bit more, more settled. Um, but how she got um, discovered was she was at school and the pop singer, Maja, which is probably might be pronounced Maya, um, of Legacy of Sound was came to her school and they were looking for, uh, you know, having a contest sort of of um, looking for someone to perform. Robin performed. Legacy of Sound liked it. And then introductions were made and kind of, you know, the rest is is history. Um, and that was in 1993. Um, and then we know in, you know, later in the 90s, that's when she came out with her, with her first album. So I'm just always, you know, intrigued about like how, like the beginnings of people, how they, so this is actually kind of like, that's kind of like, if you're dreaming of being a singer, like you dream of that type of moment where somebody sees you doing the thing that you love and they're like, oh, I believe in you. Let me introduce you to this person. And then you have that introduction and then it's kind of like, okay. I will represent you now. Okay, you will have an album. This is a new um, producer who's who we think, you know, we believe in. He's going to produce some tracks for you. Oh my goodness, you're going to go platinum. Like, it's just, you know. And it's also interesting because her trajectory for that, we know that that was like the pop princess, which she wasn't really all about. But that enabled her to kind of, you know, make connections and then... Uh, go to you know start the next chapters with the with the next album and be the Robin that we know and love. Oh, yeah. yeah I feel like those um, organic stories of discovery doesn't happen anymore, right? Like it's usually no people who are established already or on social media. They're the ones who are getting signed to labels and stuff, and you know. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, and it's kind of, I mean, but yes, totally. And I wonder if, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's a little bit less organic because you do have the social media artists who, you know, have built up a following. Um, and sometimes the, the companies, record companies, are looking at the actual following versus the actual talent and actual real appeal of the actual artist but 
you know, it's a different time. And I'm not saying, I'm not taking anything away from the artists who have been found, because there's great art. I, I like a lot of the music that has just, that has been coming from, you know, the TikTok stars. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. No, no shade on them. I mean, yeah, it's just different how things were done before. Yeah, it was, it was a different time. It was a different time. We didn't know better. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So one last thing I'll say about the, the albums as a whole, she um, chose to name them Body Talk after going to a gay club in London that a friend of hers owned, and that club was Heaven. Do you remember when you and I went to Heaven? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. When was that? I don't even... It was... Pre- 2011? 20... No. No, 2000. no, no, no. no, it no, was no. just, it was like post, it was after 2001, oh, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like 2002, 2003, maybe? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Do you think we so, hung out with Robin and didn't know it? We told, listen, maybe. Robin, if you're listening, if you remember seeing us, we probably looked maybe a little bit different. Um, but yeah. I like um, to think I look the same. <laughs> Listen, you haven't aged a bit. Don't worry about that. It's these incredibly high cheekbones. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> so the first track single that was released from Body Talk, number one, was Dance Hall Queen. And I should note that this was a promotional single. Um, it, was re- it was released in uh, April of 2010. It was written by... Klaus Ahland, who I'm sure I'm mispronouncing, but it's she was Uhland. Uhland, okay. It was written by Klaus Uhland, um, and produced by Diplo, um, and it was released as a promotional single. The video was wasn't released until later on in the year, in November of 2010. But the single was actually released before the official single, if you will. Um, but they had a video for it, so we will um, we will include it here. And it's kind of, you know, think VHS tape, think bars and tones, um, think, uh, think dance hall vibes, not the, um, I don't want to say watered down dance hall vibes, but I a little bit want to say that, um, so I'm going to. Um, and it actually features the dancing of a former Japanese um, dance hall queen called Junko Kudo, whose name, apologies if I'm mispronouncing it, I probably am. Um, and Diplo, Red Fox, and Pomp and Cloud did the video for this. They directed the video. Um, and the song actually came about when Robin was with Diplo and uh, Klaus Uhland, and they were actually talking about Ace of Base, and they were just kind of having fun about it. So it was just kind of one of those things that kind of came about from that. And um, I know we all remember Ace of Base. Yes. Um, But it's funny, right? Because, like, people love Jamaican music. They love reggae. They love dance hall. And, yeah, people have been doing versions of it, right? Like, we have Sting, we have... Uh, no doubt, right? We have all these artists that love 
Jamaican music and um, definitely Diplo does a lot of uh, dance hall stuff as well. And so, yeah, so this is definitely paying homage to dance hall queens and dance hall in general. Um, the music video, right, is um, it's like a karaoke video because it has yep. the letter, uh, the letters, but it has the words underneath so you can sing along to. And like the quality, like you said, has that grainy VHS karaoke style as well. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting choice for a promotional single, but um, that's what they went with. And um, yeah, Robin actually didn't appear in the video. Um, but yeah, that's what they that's what they served. They were just kind of kind of warming us up, um, and that kind of leads us to the first official release, which was Dancing on My Own. That's right. Dancing on My Own. That track uh, was released April 20th, uh, 2010. The writer is Robin Patrick Berger. Um, and the director was Max Vitali. And the choreographer was Maria Decida Wahlberg. And yeah, so the video was released uh, May 21st of 2010. Um, in an interview with Pitchfork, Robin talked about the main lyrical theme of the album. The whole album is about being really lonely, but I think it's interesting to put the idea in a club where a lot of people are crammed into a small room. Uh, she particularly wrote the song Dancing on My Own with that in mind. Um, she said, I'm always going to be writing about those issues. It's what I'm fascinated by. But I also think there's something about the state of mind you find yourself in a lot when you're younger and you just want to get out of somewhere. You just want to do something, feel things. So dancing on my own, uh, there's different versions. In Body Talk Part 1, we hear um, the original version. And it starts out with like synth rapid fire like rapid fire synth to begin with and i didn't realize that there the there was a radio edit the radio edit is in body talk and that's a little different because it has bonus synths and it they add like these sparkles and tings to start off the track so it's Ooh, slightly different I love a bonus synth. um <laughs> bonus synth, yeah um it's slightly different, but I kind of feel like it, it's less intense as the first version. And so it's a little friendlier and more attainable for like the mass, the masses, I feel. Um, so yeah, so Robin's performing in front of a wall with speakers, lights, stands, and cables. So it's giving you a look of what like the live show concert would look like. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And um Robin was quoted saying, so it's a performance video, but it's also going to be in, I guess, something like a rave or a club or something where people are dancing. <laughs> um, it's it's about being sad on the dance floor. Um, yeah. And so we see Robin dancing. She has her platinum blonde hair. Um, it's kind of combed back. It has like 80s vibes to it. Love it. And she is dancing up a storm um the dancing is really angry um it's kind of to show like her frustration um and yeah the fashions are kind of amazing um she 
in an interview in an interview she said i love the wang dress uh we made it shorter and i wore a sandra buckland knitted armor too and so you see that like she has a earring that kind of goes that's incorporated into uh what she's her top Uh which is the armor she's talking about she also said i also love what i wore in the club scenes um but you can't really see it in the video. <laughs> um, but she was she wasn't fond of everything. She said, "My hair is ridiculous, though." She, <laughs> I liked she laughed. it. I liked it too. I loved it. <laughs> she said, "I'm not sure what we were thinking there." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, the choreographer said that the dancing is portraying anger and generating energy, right? And that's what this track is. It's just pure energy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and speaking of the, the dancing, I know that um, I read that Robin, as well as the choreographer, decided that they were both um, fans of Rosie Perez's dancing from Do the Right Thing. Oh. Remember that, that, that oh, I think it was the opening scene. When, yeah, uh, opening sequence. She was going hard on, um, I think it was Fight the Power she was dancing to, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, yeah, so they were trying to kind of really in, um, encapsulate that angry, <laughs> that angry dancing in that, that angry uh, choreographer. And that's kind of, you know, you know, that's kind of what they felt as a team. And this is kind of like, these are all, lots of these Robin songs are just, you can we can relate to them a lot because they're how a lot of us felt as as teens, and also older because yes, teens I was gonna say my early twenties. Older, older people are just older teens. It's like you know you never really kind of get out of that stuff. <laughs> but even like the like the song right or even the video, it's I always did that in my own life right. Like you take the negativity. And you use that energy to be pro- like productive and positive, right? And so, so she's her heart's broken because she is seeing someone that she used to date with someone else, and so she's just gonna dance it out. Yeah, and it's just you know like peaches fuck the pain away. It's like yeah. dance the pain away. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I love that. I remember once I dated this guy. He uh... what? You dated guys? <laughs> yeah, on occasion. Okay, so I dated a guy, and he was a clairvoyant. Um, he said that he could see certain energies and like could understand people. And I think the first thing he said, he called me a converter. He said, "You're a converter. You take negative energy." You process it and you make it positive. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a. That's I know, kind of a and big so deal. obviously I went home with him. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah, back like, to that yes, point. Everything you said, you see me. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, the song is about seeing your, uh, uh, you know. A person you dated or some as someone you were interested and you seeing you're seeing them with someone else and what i loved about it right because it was kind of she says um i'm not the guy you're taking home and so that that raised my eyebrow where i'm like a guy so wait is it a girl and so it just you know it thought i it felt queer to me 
And um, and I kind of love that yeah. about her. I also, I thought it was really interesting when I listened to the song, when she says, because she says that a couple of times. And I feel like each time, I feel like I hear it her say guy and girl at the oh. same time. So, yeah, give that a listen and let me know how you... Because at first, it, it's like, wait, what is she saying? Is she saying guy or girl? So, like, who is she... Is she pining for dude or is she pining for old girl? Like, I don't know. And then when I listened to it, it sounds like, you know, at that point in the song, there's, like, multiple tracks and, like, one is saying girl and one is saying guy. I don't know. Could be just my ears, but I'm curious to have you have another listen and, and see what you, um, what you thought of that. Either way... This still was um, referred to as a gay anthem, obviously. Of course. Obviously. Also referred to as the ultimate sad banger, which I really like. I really appreciate that because it's kind of like, it bangs, but it's like a, it's like a sad song. It's like, it's a rejection song. It's so many, it's so many things. Um, but you can just really you know, relate to being in the club, just jamming, just like, yes, I'm going to come to this club. I'm, I'm seeing the person that I want with somebody else. Like what the F like I'm dancing on my own. I'm, I'm right over here. Like, why Ugh. can't you see me? Like I'm dying. I'm just dying to be seen, but you're not even, you're busy. Clearly, so you don't have time for me and looking to see what I'm doing. But like, you know, and I, I especially liked the um, the the song as a whole. To me, is just like a lyrical masterpiece. But um, my faves are. I know it's stupid. I just got to see it for myself. <laughs> it's just kind of like, you know, I heard you got a new boo. Okay, that's that's one thing. But now let me actually see if this is actually accurate. Let me go down to the club and see. Oh, I do see it. I know it's stupid, but I have to I have to see it with my own eyes because that's the only way that I can believe it. But even then, I'm seeing it. I'm still pining like why why why? Why can't you why don't you just want to be with me? I guess I'm just going to be dancing on my own. But I love that you're still dancing on your own. You're not like in the corner in the fetal position. You're just like, you're yeah. just dancing it out. You're like, listen, I'm still here and I'm going to dance until the pain is no it. longer here. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's searching for that sense of closure, but I don't think, I don't think that person's getting that closure. I don't think she's getting that closure. <laughs> yeah. Not, not necessarily, but, but yeah, you're, no. you're not. You're, and no, in that situation, if it's so quick, you're not getting, you're definitely not getting that closure in that moment. You think for a second, like you see it with your own eyes that you are going to get that closure, but you don't. Nope. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> oh, is everything okay? <laughs> no, but just like, you know, when you listen to these songs, it kind of takes you back to a time you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that, that breakup was was messy um or ooh, yeah i kind of look silly i shouldn't i wish i i didn't pine and being like no take me back i'll be different this time like you know but um and it's interesting that that robin also like her relationship to this 
song, you know, because when these artists, when they write songs, they're in a specific place sometimes, and, but then they go on performing it and they're, they've hopefully kind of left that behind. So, um, she did, I do remember reading that, that Robin did have a, a different relationship and, um, she kind of grew to really appreciate it for, um, for what it was and not be so attached to like the emotion at that time, but just kind of like, no, this is a good song. I'm not at that place anymore and that's okay, but I can still kind of perform this song because it's, yeah. It's and I it. mean, going back to seeing her live, right. I, there has to be some type of satisfaction seeing how everyone connects to that song. So why steal that joy from people? Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and everyone's going to have their own interpretation. It's going to, going to hit people a little differently. Um, I know that, uh, Calum Scott, Callum Scott, he did a cover of that. That was huge, like a, a stripped down cover of dancing on my own. And he, you know, he was, when it came out, he was, I think when it came out, he was closeted. He wasn't completely out. Um, but he, that spoke to him in a different way. Like, you know, why can't you see me? Like that was, that spoke to him. So, and I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of other people who were struggling with their sexuality, they kind of related to that song in that way. Um, I'm, I feel like I just, when I listened to the song, I just envisioned her, you know, just so dejected but yet finding strength in the moment um so so yeah it just it means different things to to different people did you have a, a specific uh connection with it did it mean something um, different to you no i mean I, I i appreciate well since i'm a cancer i appreciate sadness <laughs> and darkness um <laughs> and so it, it married two of my favorite things like being depressed and sad but also being on the dance floor <laughs> so you know what I mean like <laughs> um yeah like when you had a couple of drinks in you at the end of the night especially in your early 20s and you get sad <laughs> um so it's relatable yeah. and um that's when you make those wrong like you make bad decisions and you call people that you probably shouldn't have <laughs> What do you mean? Oh bad my decisions? god! On a night at the club, never. <laughs> no. That never happens. Not when you're drinking. <laughs> not when you're drinking. Definitely not. No, but going back to um, you know what it means for different people, um, I feel like we should bring up the RuPaul Drag Race uh, performance. Do you want to talk about yeah. that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so um, so RuPaul's Drag Race. Not sure if anybody listening has ever heard heard about it, but um, it's a drag show. Um, no, sorry, you don't have to over. explain what RuPaul drag. <laughs> <laughs> if you, that was my terrible attempt at a joke. Didn't work. Um, so I'll ju I'll just start over. RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Season One. Our beloved Juju B versus Raven both found themselves in the bottom and they had to do a lip sync to this song. Um, 
And they both, and they both went about it in the very emotional way. It was, they were really feeling the lyrics, which I, I appreciated because you can go, you know, you can, you can go kind of a combination. You can like feel the lyrics and like, you know, kind of dance kind of hard with it, but they both were just like really embodying the, every lyric of that song. And, um, it resulted in a double Chante. <laughs> they both stick. Right. Well, I think they were more distraught that they were lip syncing against themselves and they would have to send one of themselves home since they're besties. They were really close. So they were like channeling that depression and that darkness that Robin <laughs> incorporates in that song. So yeah, it worked perfectly. That's why they both stayed. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, to totally. And it was, yeah, I, I felt it. I felt like they were, they were real emotions. And, you know, you know, when you talk about like art and interpretation and Robin creating this song and it resonating with the gay community and then these drag artists, you know, basically have to lip sync to this song in order to continue their time on something that they've dreamed and worked for, for, you know, for forever. It's just kind of like, wow. Such a great song. Moving everyone, like making everyone have all the feels. <laughs> but with a, like a dance sensibility, right? Like you're going to dance it out in the club. So that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's such yeah. a great song. I can just imagine just like, just hand up, just yes, yes, <laughs> lights flashing. And you're just like, you're feeling things. And you might be in a, a super healthy relationship at that point. And you might be like, this is fine. I'm, nobody's breaking up with me, but you still feel it. You still feel, feel the lyrics. Totally. 100%. Such an amazing song, which I think brings us to the next song that we're going to cover. And the next uh, music video we're going to cover is Hang With Me. Yes, Hang With Me. Um, so this came out in August of 2010. Writer and producer again was Klaus Uhland. Maybe I'm pronouncing that better. Nobody knows. I think so. Um, Klaus, if you're listening, please set me straight. Please. Um, the video director was uh, Max... Vitali again, who is, um, who also directed Dancing, uh, Dancing on My Own. And the video was released in July of 2010. It was originally written for the Swedish singer Paula Bruna, who was the wife of Klaus Uhland at the time. Um, and it was recorded back in 2002. Um, and they actually, you can find this on the, on the interwebs. It's a, it's a much oh. different track. It's a little, it's a little more, fo a little more folky, almost gives me funeral vibes in oh. my opinion, but like, you know, j a different version. Um, and, um, when, it was time for Robin to record it. They, you know, a chorus was added and then it was made into much more of an up-tempo. And then, like you said before, an, elect elect an, an electro pop song. 
Um, and this was released as the first and only single from the album. And the, there was an acoustic version of this song that was on Body Talk 1. So this Hang With Me up-tempo version was on Body Talk 2. Um, and the music video showed scenes of Robin in her everyday life. She was on tour. They shot it over a two-week period in London. Um, you see her, there's some concert footage. There's some tour bus footage. Um, there's her, she's on a roller coaster. She's at a photo shoot. Um, and then kind of at the end, we see her at the, um, at the live show, um, at the end of the clip. And one thing I also wanted to mention, which I was not aware that this person was an artist, but she actually did a song with Elliot Sumner, who was another artist. He was, uh, they were also in this um, video and they were also working with Klaus Uhlen at the time. They had a song called Caesar, which featured Robin on vocals. And Elliot is the child of Trudy Styler and Gordon Sumner, AKA Sting. Oh. So, you know, it, it runs in the, in the family, the talent. But yeah, there's a, there's a quick clip of them um, talking uh, or being being uh, uh, interviewed. Um, Nepo so, yeah. babies. What'd you say? <laughs> Nepo baby. Listen, not, not, nothing wrong with a Nepo baby. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love this song. Giving it a re-listen. Um, as you mentioned, we're introduced to the original version in Body Talk Part 1. It's the acoustic version with strings. And um, in my notes, I said um, they would play this in Bridgerton. Because <laughs> mm. it's such a stripped down version of it. Um, and then, yes. And then there is the electro version um, that we see in Body Talk. Um, but the lyrics are... It, I, it's one of my favorites after giving it a re-listen, I really love the melodies in this song and the lyrics are phenomenal. My favorite lyrics. Well, first, like the song is saying, you know, we're just going to be friends. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to tell you one more time. We're just going to be friends. Um, if you're being real, you, I guess you can hang with me. <laughs> but my favorite line is just don't fall recklessly, headlessly in love with me. Because it's going to be all heartbreak, blissfully painful, and insanity. If we agree, oh, whoa, you can hang with me. Yeah. And I just love that perspective, right? And I'm going to sound very arrogant, but... You? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there are a lot of... There were a lot of times in my youths where I had to tell people don't fall in love with me. I'm ridiculously charming. <laughs> and we just, you know, let's be friends. And, you know, people tend to fall in love with me. And I, I, um, I feel bad. So I feel heard with this song. <laughs> and um, I'm ridiculous. That listen, and that's the running theme here, you want you you feel seen, and you feel heard 
and that's what it's all about. I can't I can't imagine you um, telling somebody this that they shouldn't fall in love with you. That doesn't that doesn't seem like no. I would at all. I, oh my god! Do you know how hard it is <laughs> to tell someone like, hey, I really like you, but just don't just fall, fall recklessly. Yeah. In love with me. Yeah. Headlessly in love with me. That's headlessly. When you go into something headless, what? How are you even? You don't have a like. You don't have a mind. You're just like shoulders. Is it headlessly or heedlessly? It's heedlessly. Oh, it's heedlessly. <laughs> that whole that whole chain we went down is ridiculous. <laughs> it's my accent. That's why it sounded like head. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But and, I really love the song. Yeah. I really like this. I really like the, um, I tend to gravitate more towards like the stripped down versions of songs. Mm -hmm. So I really liked the the stripped down version of this. But listen, the lyrics are all the same. And, you know, watching this video, I felt like, you know, because it was kind of set when we're seeing Robin in her everyday life, I felt like this was a song for her um, her potential partner who wanted to get to know her better and spend time with her, but it's just kind of like, I have this busy, she's like, I have this busy lifestyle. I am on tour. I am in the studio. I'm doing interviews. I, I don't know. I don't have, I, I can't, I can't. But if you can hang with me knowing all of that, then sure. Let's 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 do it. I guess I guess you can hang with me. I guess. No. <laughs> I know it's going. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but just to be clear, like don't don't start getting feelings because that's not going to work for me. Well, it's not going to work for us because it's going to be blissfully. But that's that's the thing, right? It's blissfully painful. Yeah. Because there is something, you know, feeling heartache as a cancer. Um, it just reminds you of this is what life is, right? Like, it's not always going to be, like, happiness. But the pain that you get from from love, I think, is great as well. And, you know, that's part of life. And that's living. So. Yeah. I mean... It, it, I think it's great in the sense of, I mean, you, you need it. Like you need the highs and the lows and you need, you know, the happiness and the sad in order to really get shaped into a person, um, a meaningful person. Because if you have all, if you have too much of one and not enough of the other, like you're fucking everybody up. <laughs> Everyone everyone yourself those around you like you know it's it's definitely a problem amazing song um but before we get on to the next track i think we should take a break what do you think crystal let's do it let's do it all right uh, we will be right back and we're back we are back that was a crazy break <laughs> Um, we're back. This week we are covering um, Robin and her albums Body Talk Part 1 to 3 and Body Talk. And uh, yeah, we're super excited about covering uh, this album's music videos. 
Yes. Which brings us to our next video, Indestructible. And so this was released November 1st, uh, 2010. The writers are Robin and Klaus Ulund. Um, the director is uh, Max Vitali and Niles Lugren. I hope I said that correctly. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so this music video um, cuts between scenes of uh, Robin wearing this tube costume with uh, colored liquids inside. And then it, it cuts into scenes of people having the sex. Mm. It's <laughs> Robin explains to MTV News, I think Indestructible is a song that talks about what happens when you meet new people and fall in love and how they that can be scary and fun at the same time. And the video is made to give you a picture of what sex really is, which I think is something that's very hard to do because sex is everywhere all the time. But very rarely is it made out to be something real. Oh, deep. Wow. Wow. Yeah, right? Because unless you're watching porn, you don't see sex. Uh, uh, well, I if mean... you're having sex, you're seeing sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Robin's... <laughs> so Robin's tube dress was designed by Lucy McRae an Australian artist who makes body architecture, and it required a whole lot of complex machinery to function. So it has dynamic textiles made from liquid, air, and vapor. Um, it had 1.2 kilometers of transparent plumbing tubing um, that was knitted with fish wire to skin Robin's body. Um, so in the Indestructible music video, 40 liters of glycerol pumps through over a kilometer of the tubes powered by drill pumps that connects to valves releasing air intermittently between the liquid. Uh, gradient colors pulse through the tubes at different speeds. The effect is a living, breathing, dynamic skin that traverses the landscapes of the body. Robin said, it looked like MacGyver on the set. It's very much about like giving almost a physical experience of what it feels like to be on a dance floor or fall in love, whether it's blood or endorphins or other body fluids. Uh, and it was a 22 hour shoot, uh, just the two portion of it. Um, but I love this music video, right? Because it's beautiful. The song is, is, it talks about being indestructible, but you see the tubes, which I guess essentially would be like underneath you. And it just shows how vulnerable you are, right? Because like if one of those tubes gets like cut, like you're bleeding or you're losing things yeah and so you're talking about being indestructible but you are showing your insides i feel and so mm. I, I really loved it yeah um yeah and so yeah what are your thoughts on on the music video i it kind of reminded me of you know we have these different scenes of different people making out if we will if you will and then we go to robin and she's kind of surrounded by the tube the the tubes and you know the name of the song is is indestructible and you know that's love is so complex like our our feelings and our emotions everything is so complex nothing is is black and white so when we have the kind of look at the album as a whole and you know 
we had dancing on my own and then we have hang with me and then we have like indestructible it's like different facets of um of a person and just like being in love and what that what that means it's like nothing is is black and white there's so many dimensions to um to everything and this video reminded me of kind of it reminded me of um of a bjork video mm. actually yeah um and just kind of like that next level like you know because the fact that they actually are working with this um this what what is her um the uh lucy mccray what's her actual um she's into she's an artist she's a, a she deals with body architecture which is right. like wow that's kind of i th i think that's interesting that somebody like their their field is just you know to deal with that type of of thing and then have all these tubes that like tons of tubes um you know shooting this liquid it's kind of changing colors um you know like you like you mentioned before it's like you you are kind of exposed you feel kind of exposed like bared to the to the world um so yeah i just think it's it's all interesting um i don't that did we see any we saw hetero couples we saw lesbian couples i don't know if we saw any dude on dude action in these clips well men don't hook up with men right got it moving on <laughs> um at least there was some type of gay representation oh yeah no totally and it's not a, it's not a dig at all <laughs> i'm ju just an just an observation yeah um, listen this is 20 this was 13 13 years ago and oh yes absolutely i'm i'm glad there was you know representation um and listen it doesn't it's we love Robin. It's not a dick. Just an observation. <laughs> and trust me, gays haven't. They've had enough spotlight. Let's give some spotlight to lesbians. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Seriously. Um, totally. But the, I mean, even the song, right? Like, you know, I let the uh, I let the bad ones in the and the good ones mm -hmm. out. And so oh, she's man. talking about, yeah, I've made bad decisions or like, um, but I'm gonna start this relationship you know, on board and I'm indestructible. So that's, that's amazing, right? Like that's, um, that's powerful to acknowledge that, you know, you may, may have made bad decisions in the past, but you're going to go forward with this relationship, like all yeah. in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, like I mentioned before, you're dancing on your own now. You, got you know you're you've experienced a breakup but you've you know you've you could argue that you know you're speaking to your next person and you're like oh can you hang with me and then you're just kind of like you know what maybe you can hang with me and i'm gonna be indestructible and she's also like but i'm gonna love you like i've never been hurt before isn't well, that a thing that you if we could only just <laughs> really do that it's it's you know it's similar to like dancing like no one's watching it's like if you can really put yourself if you can put yourself aside of yourself you could do so many things you could accomplish so many things if you could you know love like you've never been hurt i think anybody would buy that 
because why yeah. not? Well, it's so uh, often the time, you know, so often the case that we, you know, get into these other relationships and then we have all this baggage and we're like, oh, well, this person did this, so you might do this. Or mm. um, that's really the big one. This person did this, so, oh my God, of course you're going to do that. But it's like, no, really kind of starting out with a, with a fresh slate, yep. if you will, if possible. But it's also like, it's also like a balance because you don't want to be like stupidly in love. You don't want to like ignore red flags, but you just kind of want to go out with an open heart and be, you know, willing to, you know, to love again. That was beautiful. <laughs> and a hero comes <laughs> along. <laughs> wow, Crystal. You should be a therapist. <laughs> yeah. But all these songs, all these songs are like therapy. It's like, that's why like we're all connected because these artists bear, they, they go through these experiences and they bear their experiences and then they share it with us and then we relate to it. And it's all, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. 1,000%. 1,000%. Great. Um, yeah, I think that covers Indestructible. Is there anything else you want to discuss or should we get into um, the last music video? Yeah, that leads us to um, Call Your Girlfriend, which was on Body Talk 3, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and this track peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot Dance Club play charts. And it was actually nominated for Best Dance Recording at the 2012 Grammy Awards. The song came out in April of 2011. It was written by Robin and Klaus Uhlen again, as well as Alexander Kronlung. Apologies if that's not if that's not correct. And it was produced by Klaus Uhland. Um, again, this was a video that was directed by Max Vitali, which I will also mention at this time. So from about 2003 probably to like 2011 robin was um in a long-term relationship with an mma fighter whose name i can't think of his name at the moment and then after that she got into a relationship with max vitali so they were together oh i didn't know that they were they were booed up after that um and they actually from about 2011 until um for a few years after that, they kind of broke up and then they got back together again. So Robin speaks about um, that that breakup, how it affected her. And um, she, you know, kind of like play out, played out in her in her music for for future tracks. Um, one is Missing You from the from the Honey album, which I really like the honey album that comes out a little bit later but the fact that i didn't realize that they were in a in a relationship and were booed up i think they're still together now pretty oh. sure um we should we then, have to do we have to do the honey album we put um yes absolutely <laughs> i love i i really 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 like that album yeah no skips um and she uh joined forces again with um Decida, who did the choreography for 
dancing on my own. And I feel like in this video, you can kind of really see the, that, that again, that Rosie Perez inspiration um, 1, for, for, the, for the dancing. And um, the video was released on June of 2011. So the song came out in April and then the video was released a couple months later. And it features Robin dancing alone in a vacant warehouse. And it was one take, which you gotta love that. That's amazing. And she's so cute and she's just dancing in this warehouse and you know she's got her outfit on with these colorful leggings and like this um i don't know what the material is but you're gay what's that material that she's um <laughs> that she's wearing <laughs> you're, you're I, a gay man well <laughs> right well she's wearing um jeremy scott leggings and uh the fuzzy top that she's wearing is from um a designer called uh uh um, and she's wearing custom platform Timberland boots. Oh my God. Can we just give you a shout out for knowing all of that? And <laughs> I mean, I just assumed you would know because you're a guy. I didn't know, but you but did. I'm not a fashion gay, but. But you knew that. And I love that. You're doing, you're doing good for your, for your people. <laughs> and to clarify, yeah. I'm gay too. So don't come for me in the DMs. <laughs> Uh, but what's also fabulous is her uh, platinum white hair and the fade that she has on. I love like, it. It's just, it's Robin. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it and I love her. Yes. Um, no, I mean, and that this video goes to show you, you don't need a lot of money to make an amazing music video. Yes. You don't need CGI. No. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's just pure artistry. Um and um strobe lights <laughs> yeah yeah I, I love it it's so i i can't i can't say enough and it's a it's a classic i haven't i haven't used that word yet this this episode but it's a classic <laughs> um but the, like choreography is amazing like it's just um it gets it yeah yes it does <laughs> And I thought it was also really cool that, you know, she, she pulled out some electric slide dance moves for this video. I mean, as a black person, I love that. She's been to like a wedding, like she's been to weddings and, and I feel like she's been to a barbecue. Where, oh, yeah. like... She's definitely not a stranger to, to, to black folks. I just, I just know it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she can. We'll um, invite her. She she's invited to the barbecue for sure. Um, but even like the song, like talking about complexity, this is we're hearing the perspective from the other side, right? Where she is generally concerned about the person she's dating's present girlfriend, right? And she's trying to help the guy she's dating and saying, "Hey, listen." Talk to your girlfriend and let her down easy. You know what I mean? And so it just makes it more human and makes you realize, well, there's not always villains in scenarios like this, right? Like sometimes it happens. Sometimes you meet someone new and, you know, that person's Robin. And <laughs> how can you say no to Robin? You can't <laughs> you say know? no to Robin. 
Right. So it it's it's complex. It's not it's not black and white. It's never black and white. It's never black and white. And it's a dance song. So we're dancing about it. You're dancing about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, 100% amazing video. Uh, I do love, I don't know if you remember uh, when SNL did a rendition of this. Yeah, loved it. So Taryn Taryn Killam um, did the whole dance routine in the writer's room at 4 (laughs) a.m. Love that. it's so high energy, and you can see like the other comics. You can see like Vanessa Bayer and Bobby Moynihan. Uh, you can see they're all exhausted because it's four a.m. and I'm sure they're trying to write skits. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Taryn is basically doing the dance, yeah, and does a an, an incre- incredible uh, rendition to it. Yeah, so definitely check that out as well. Yeah, like piece piece by piece. Like he no he no I remember that he he slayed. He slayed. Yeah. There was also a um, Maya Rudolph and Emma Stone did a rendition of, it was kind of like, like cup style. Yes. Um, which is cool, which, which I also read was actually kind of, um, there was a group called Arato and they, it was four, of, I think it was four of them and they did a similar thing, I think beforehand. And I think Emma Stone and Maya Rudolph were kind of doing that version, but still killed, nonetheless. Um, And I just, you know, when I listen to this song, I kind of, I kind of took the perspective of like, almost like a confidence builder, like, I would like I would aspire to be this confident. It's almost like, you know, I'm envisioning Robin at a club. She's meeting somebody, having a conversation with him. They're really vibing. Um, she's like, oh, this could be this could be something real. And like he's like, Oh, you're great, but I have a girlfriend. And then she's like, Oh no, 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 don't worry about that. Like call 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 her, tell her that it's through because you're with me now. So I I kind of that's kind of what I heard, what I hear usually when I listen to it, just kind of like, you know, almost play for me, almost playfully, like, you know, you're, you're, I'm your, she, she's your, I'm going to be your next ex. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Like we are, we got this, just call her. But when you call her, let her down easy. Don't be a dick about it. Um, which is also interesting because it's like, you know, like you said, you know, you know, she's giving tips on how to, you know, kind of let her down easy. It's like, don't tell me that it's not my fault. Don't tell me that it's you and it's not me. I'm not trying to really hear that right now. Not from you anyway. Um, And, you know, you met somebody new. Yeah, that's great. But like, I'm not, don't give me this, you know, advice. And then there's an also a, another lyric about, um, you know, tell her that the only way her heart will mend is when she learns to love again. How dare you? That's not for you to tell me to do. <laughs> I'll do that on my own. But don't you, don't you tell me, is it going to make you feel better now if, I, if you tell me that? Get out of here. But we know that's true. Oh, what? No, all the things? 
all the things are true, but it's like, you know, who is it coming from? Like there's certain right. things that I want to hear from my good, good girlfriend that I don't want to hear from my ex, even if it's true. You know, Robin has inspired so many, um, many people, especially in the, the gay community. This is also a, uh, a uh, a gay anthem i would say or, or or gay a gay banger a song that the gays like i don't know can you speak for all gays like this is this is big with the gays no a gay banger oh that sounds <laughs> is uh, that yeah maybe yeah inappropriate <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah it's definitely telling you know heterosexuals to tell their girlfriends that you met someone new and it's a man um yeah <laughs> Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm sure heteros would never do that, but yeah. never present this song to do that. If they do the dance routine, something's up. But overall, this music video is amazing. It's it when it's on, you have to dance it out. Um and I think when uh when this song comes on, I try to recreate the music video like the the different uh, steps I remember. And of course I will do the uh, electric slide when yeah. it comes on. Yeah. Awesome. And then did I, did I mention that this was, this was done in, in one take? I don't remember, but yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was done amazing. In, uh, in, in, in one, in one take. Um, and if you can, you can kind of see, you know, shout out to the, the DP, bigger shout out to the AC and the second AC who basically as this, you know, the, the DP is, you know, trying to, to capture all of these shots. He's just kind of running around her. You've got the, the AC who's got the, got the cables, make sure he doesn't fall. And then you've got the second AC who's making sure that he doesn't, the other dude doesn't fall. It's just kind of like, you know, when you do something like that in one take, um, there's a lot of blocking that's required and you just have to kind of make sure that um, everything is like, you know, just so. So appreciate the uh, all the work that, that went into that. Okay, production. <laughs> okay, production. Give Shout out to all my production peeps. peeps. All right. One love. <laughs> um, but again, overall, amazing music video. Uh, no notes so much please listeners please do a deep dive on robin she's great you'll find out even more little little tidbits um there was actually i'll just say one more thing did you see there this was actually on the youtube where after her concert in new i think it was in yeah it was in new york in 2019 where a bunch of people were leaving they were at the um on the subway platform and then they were singing yes. Um, I think they might've been singing dancing on, on my own, a bunch of people brought together by their love of Robin, just, you know, singing their hearts out. Amazing. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that wraps it up, <laughs> which, uh, brings us to, uh, the part of the show that I like to call. So what are you listening to? Oh, um, so <laughs> So each uh, week we have like 30 seconds to kind of go, roughly 30 seconds to go over a song we're listening to this week. Um, it doesn't have to 
do with this week's album or artist. Uh, it doesn't have to be a good song. It doesn't have to be a bad song. It could be a guilty pleasure or a track you've just heard about. Um, it doesn't have to have a music video, but it can. And so, yeah, I I think I'll go first, if you don't mind, Crystal. Please do. I think you should always go first because you never get the opportunity to go first. So I just want to, I want to be that for you for this. So please oh, continue. You are the sweetest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> so this week I'm listening to, guess what, Robin. <laughs> Look at that. I'm listening to uh, Do You Really Want Me? Show Respect. And that's the QD3 mix. Oh. Do you, do you know this? No. Okay, so it was released off the first album, Robin Is Here, that we talked about. So mm-hmm. it was re- released around 1995. Um, and this is the remix to it. And the original, it's like a, a chipper, um, happy pop song. And it uses the melody of Ring Around the Rosie. So like, do you really want me? And... Um, but this, what I'm listening to is the QD3 remix. And so it's a little more sultry. Um, some people have said it's kind of Tina Marie soulful. Mm. Um, and so it definitely attracts like an o- older audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely has R&B vibes, mm-hmm. like legit R&B vibes. And it has a music video. Um, and the music video starts with Robin. Uh, sprinkling her Swedish fairy dust uh, from the top of like a construction beam, and um, and she's in uh, this structure that the levels spiral up, you know, like in the Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, there is a platform with lights that's hung from the top, and it is um, it rises and drops, and Robin's performing on said platform. So this is like before Rihanna's Super Bowl performance where she's doing it in the air Mm -hmm. um it's less dangerous but still impressive okay and she's dancing and getting down with her dancers and i remember seeing this video on bet oh and when it played on bet i was in shock because i it married the pop sensibilities that i enjoy and Mm r&b and so it just was legit right like if it, it got some airplay on bet and the song is just basically saying, you know, Robin's talking to the guys and saying, hey, this is what you got to do. You got to treat your girl right. Um, if not, get out of her life. <laughs> and so as a young teen, I I knew I needed to treat people like that, right? Like, it's little things that mean so much is one of the lyrics. And um, yeah, it, it spoke to me. And I really enjoy that. Um, the song and the music video. Um I know the music video isn't available on Apple Music, but we'll definitely post it um, on the YouTube link. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not... Wow. Give it a listen. It's a bop. Yeah, I I bet there are a couple bops on that album. But it's like a legit R&B song. Yeah. And the music video is giving... It's by... I think the director is Francis Lawrence, but Mm -hmm. he's trying to channel... um, fish eye lens um, oh gotcha of the times know, yeah like hip-hop kind of vibes to it um, oh, so it's kind of sweet and in the music video like they are giving ring light realness <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, you should check it out. Yes, I'm definitely so, going to check it out. Yeah, so that brings me to uh, ask you, so what are you listening to? So, and again, apologies, because this is going to be more than 30 seconds, as it always is more than 30 seconds for me. Um, I go down all these, all these different holes, but the one that kind Whoa. of um, stood out probably the most to me was, so the, the Call Your Girlfriend video um, of her just kind of dancing and, you know, in that one take, it reminded me of Kaiser Hideaway in, I think, 2014, was it 2014? I think it might've been 2014. She's dancing in Brooklyn and she gets yes. out of the cab. There's a video. She gets out of the cab and then she starts dancing by herself and then different dancers come into it. And then at the end of the video, she gets back into the same cab and then goes away. But that's really been in my head. I've been really listening to it. it just for whatever reason, it just reminded me, Robin reminded me of, um, of this, like, Another, another um, white girl, essentially white woman, great <laughs> person, just you know, killing it on on a track, you know, and dancing about solo in you know one take, because we know that kind of takes a lot. But you you remember that song, right? Oh yeah, I used to love it. It was a bop. It was yeah. such a bop. Oh, but that kind of reminds me. I mean, oh, we should probably do uh, a show with one take music videos right because we can there's That's so amazing. many out there there's so many like, and there's so many good ones yeah and it just that takes that takes a lot there's bjork it's also quiet jamiroquai oh let's do it it's gonna let's, be great let's, it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's what I was kind of, that's been in my head. I was doing everything in my spirit not to like randomly hum it while we were doing this because I just wanted it to wanted to share it at the, at the end of this. Amazing. Great choice. All right. I think that does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. Uh, we want to thank everyone who gave us a listen and a huge thank you to Robin for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel, Apple Music, and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that could change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts, want to share your own tidbits, or if you want to fact check us, send us an email at remembermusicvideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, Go ahead and click that like button, follow us, or even subscribe. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody, baby. Until next time, bye. bye. No animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast. Bitches. Rude ass bitches. <laughs> 